I'm not going to get too deep into Black Lives Matter. However, I hear this argument all the time, what Lady Boss is saying. The Black mm -hmm. Lives Matter the Black Lives Matter is a group that was designed. Now again, I'm not saying if they're right or wrong, but I'm just attacking the argument that's being made. Black Lives Matter is a group that was designed to fight for people who were being accosted by police, black yes. people who were unarmed, and that's what they were. Because they're called Black Lives Matter does not mean they are a, an organization that does low cost housing or there's there's or then people are like oh what about Chicago that like they're not an all encompassing black organization they have a very specific purpose right but yeah. instead of changing laws to prevent and if they really were trying to help then they would have helped but instead they yeah. didn't I see what you're saying, but I mean, so they got their focus, but we need another group to step up and take on housing and another group to do this and that. But, you know, that's originally what the Black Panthers was. There's a great documentary for everybody to yeah. check out. It's called Vanguard for the Revolution, and it's yeah. about the Black Panthers and how they rose up out of a situation like this to stop the murder of black people in Oakland. And yeah. they became a community support network, too. But the government came down hardcore on them, assassinated and incarcerated mm -hmm. every yes. single member, yes. giving the entire black community a message like, hey, don't fucking do what those people did or we're coming for you. Right. And ever since, the black community has been, in Oakland specifically has been like yeah. terrorized, you know, um, yeah, no, just absolutely. just recently in Oakland, there was this the group of five or gang of five. I forget. But this is out of a movie. This, this is like straight out of the movie Training Day. But this is real yeah. life. There were four or five cops who were who were pimping a 13 year old prostitute. And they oh were trading, treating her and selling her to other officers. Democratic Party done for any community other than nothing, big nothing, business. Nothing. Zero. Maddie Watt. And again, I want to, I know I'm leaving a lot of messages now, but that argument really <laughs> annoys me. <laughs> it's like saying, uh, it's like going to the United Negro Fund and saying, why aren't you building um, why aren't you helping the, the, the people in jail, black people in jail? Why aren't you helping uh, build low-cost housing? They're like, we're the United Negro College Fund. Um, that's where, where our money goes towards. Yeah, but you took in this much money. You really don't care about black people if you're not. No. So Black Lives Matter is a stupid name. And, well, not really a stupid name. It's, it's, it was a movement. And the organization of it and where the money goes I don't know that much about it saying that I'm just I just get annoyed when people say Black Lives Matter should be like the over encompassing. Why aren't you doing anything for the black people in Africa? Aren't they black, too? It's just the name of the organization. <laughs> well, real quick, I'm going to touch on it real quick. I don't think they should do anything for people in Africa. They're, that's their own country. And this is here in the United States. But if they're if if they're for if they're for police brutality and things like that, then their money should have went um, to help that. It didn't go to help that at all. The money yeah. went to a political party. It didn't go to help yeah. anything. Um, I see so, what both you guys are saying. I agree with what he's saying though, because that's kind of what happened to Occupy, right? It became Occupy everything, and then it 
it it did yeah. it fizzled out it was occupy wall street yeah right and so i yeah i get it you know there should be another group to address different shit yeah Tell me, people, why the fuck are you not talking to your representatives? Why are you not getting out there and actually fucking trying to change things? Like, why are you not trying to change these laws? What if if you're if you're um, passionate about healthcare or mental health? Why are you not helping us mental health workers out by um, contacting your representatives and saying we need more funding, we need a better system? Someone come up with something. Someone help. Someone yeah. fucking help. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody fucking cares about shit. Nobody. Well, the I only think thing we care about. You know, yeah, well, the only thing we care about is how, how, fucking, how, how beautiful of a fucking snowflake we are. That's literally the only thing we fucking care about these days is what is your what, how do you how do you um, identify what's your pronouns like? No, shut the fuck up. We have actual fucking problems to solve. We have actual yeah. fucking problems to solve. Like, you want to be called she? Cool, I'm going to call you she. But get a hold of your goddamn representatives and let's actually change this shit. Nobody fucking cares about anything. Nobody cares. That's the thing. They all just want to feel special. And that's that's what pissed me off about the Black Lives Matter movement this, this last summer is – the people, most of the people that were protesting and rioting and because they are two separate things and all of this stuff, most of them did not even fucking care about the movement. Most of them just wanted to be a part of it, just to be a part of it. It's disgusting. Not only do you well, have to protest, it, not think... only do you have to speak out against it, not only do you have to like ch change your fucking profile picture to black Okay, how about you do something worthwhile, like write your fucking representatives, talk to your aldermans, talk to your police chiefs, get actual um, policies and read them and like understand where the fucking problem is. But no, because nobody fucking actually cares. That's what pisses me off more than anything. Nobody cares enough to look at BLM and say, why did you do that? Why didn't you I actually agree, people, help? I agree people should take more local action, but I don't think it's because people don't care. I think people do care. I think people are are I think we've been pushed to a breaking point, you know? The average American doesn't have $400 in the bank for an emergency. They're not no. thinking about this shit. They're thinking about am I going to have food on the table? I'm on food stamps and unemployment. Are. Like, yeah, oh God, am I gonna are. am I gonna be able to pay for my fucking tune up in my car? Oh shit. Um, you yeah, know, people are, are are totally fed up. And I think I think half of the people that showed up at the BLM protests were the same people that were going to the Occupy protests, and for the same reason. Yes. They were fucking pissed off. Nothing's ever been fixed. The same problems are still there, and now cops are killing us. Like, fuck this. Time but to see, fuck some shit up. <laughs> that's the thing. When you actually look at the statistics, when you actually look at the, that's what I'm saying. Fourth and fifth generational warfare. Yes, police brutality exists. It is a problem. And in, in many different cities, it's a big fucking problem. New York, California, um, the, the coasts are fucking terrible. The coasts are fucking terrible. But, like, in my city... In my city, 
police was already reforming long, long time ago, long before 2020. Like they already had cameras. They already had these laws. My, my police are, is, is mostly black. Like the entire ass fucking, uh, city. The city police is mostly minority and they they match the the minority groups like the because population. It, yeah that's yeah, important it should the match population. the population yeah just real and quick like, before we get back to the messages just oh, being yeah, a minority we, police yeah. officer doesn't mean doesn't make it a good thing because we just had the so, anniversary of of Biggie's death right yeah. and I'm going to do a podcast on this. I've been doing a bunch of research, but these these two guys, one of the investigators in the case, worked with a reporter from Rolling Stone, and they wrote a book about Tupac and Biggie. The LAPD, yeah. the LAPD are fucking tied to it. The LAPD oh, sure. had had police officers on the payroll at the time who were members of the Bloods and the Muslim Brotherhood. On LAPD payroll, proven. So, like, wow, mind blow. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is there. There's a bunch of corruption, and it. Uh, mm. Yeah, let's just get back yeah. into these messages. <laughs> <laughs> let's get, love you, All folks. Right, Thank you for being patient with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and here we go again. More finger pointing. So, uh, here in California, they proposed this law that no one even knows about, but because I'm. Uh, Republican, I got to find. So like, let me sit around and go, well, in Alabama, they have a law that just passed that you can't open an umbrella on any street that might scare off horses. Why are they worried about this? There's another one about you, it's illegal to spit um, uh, fruit rinds um, on the grass in certain places in Montgomery, Alabama. See, why can't they get their priorities straight? This is what's wrong. The Republican, when there's when it's one of the highest uh, um, welfare states in the country, why aren't they? For, see, it's what you focus on. If you want to focus on nonsense, then and get outraged by nonsense. It's just getting outraged by nonsense is just as bad as them doing the nonsense. Well, well, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I'm not too. Republican. I'm not Republican. And I'm not yeah, Democratic. I think, a, I think they're both I th like, I hate them. Like, equally, I hate them both. Equally. Yeah. I think but it he is, nailed it. it. Exactly like, half of, the, half of these topics that, we, you know, that the public is talking about, like bathrooms <laughs> and this shit, it's just a distraction. Nobody cares yeah. about bathrooms. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Bathrooms? That's I mean, what we there got some to worry about bathrooms. There are some people that cares. Yeah, you know I've, what I've I'm gotten saying. into my but, arguments. Uh, I've gotten into my arguments you know, with them, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? List of top yeah. ten biggest things we got to worry about. That ain't on the list. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. I agree. That's I all agree. I'm saying. Yeah. All right. You want to hit Maddie? I got it. All right, Maddie Wash. Oh, I feel like such oh. a jerk leaving all these messages, but. <laughs> Again, no, we appreciate you. It, the focus, we are focusing on the fringe group. They're probably the the LGBTQ are these little tiny groups that you're talking about. Like, oh my God, I can't believe the Dr. Zeus. I can't believe there's a war against Christmas because some companies want their people to. It's just getting our minds wrapped up in stuff that doesn't matter. Manhole cover, woman hole cover, hole cover, 
but oh, I can't believe they're changing it. I can't believe Mr. Potato Head. This is blah blah blah. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're that we're we're losing billions of dollars, and and <laughs> the corporations are running away with all the money, and we're arguing yep. about nonsense. Who cares? Yeah. Who, Who cares? cares? Exactly. Are, being a being outraged by the by it is just as bad as it by happens. the minutia. Well, I'm outraged oh, by all of it. That's the thing. That's the problem. That's why I'm outraged by this is because people are sp spending more time thinking about Mr. Potato Head and cancel culture than they are thinking about the fucking corporation. Never ending war the, or. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or and that's what's so outraging. About it. Like, yeah, America but, but no I, longer but, has. America no it, longer has the luxury to think about the small things because yeah. we are in big trouble. Totally. And I totally agree with what Maddie said. I, I think we're all agreeing, right? We're being distracted to talk about these things because there's such huge looming things that they don't want us to focus on. Um, but like Maddie said, if, if, the, if the issue was to get over it, to figure out a solution, then you just call them a whole cover. It doesn't have to be a man or a woman because it, it's not a person. It's a freaking hole in the ground, right? So what about just a whole cover? Boom, moving on. Next issue. Right, right. right. Yeah, but but they want us to stay stuck on that so that we're not talking about Syria or Venezuela or the fact that we're doing a coup in Bolivia or the fact that Afghanistan has a huge lithium deposit and Elon Musk yeah. wants that lithium. So we're never going to leave Afghanistan. They don't want us talking about that. Right. 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 Uh, so yeah. let's talk about which. Oh, boy, you went for Elon Musk. Maddie's a big Elon Musk guy. <laughs> I am too, but Ooh. but he said we will coup anyone we want, and that made me go, oh yeah. shit! He'll do anything for his batteries. Damn, including war. He lost he lost yeah. a couple notches for me right there when he said yeah. that. All right, let's see what Winter Soldier is saying. What, what up, Winter Soldier? What's up, girl? Hey. How you doing, sis? Missed you. Haven't heard from you for a while. And another thing. Yeah, what's, what's up with good, you, buddy? How you been, bro? Much blessing and love to you both, guys. I'm listening. Same. Hey, thank you. Right Him you, and bro. Patriot is both. They are both UPC members. You should go check them out. Um, Winter Soldier has a show called um, The Disciples Corner. It's really, really, really soothing, really spiritual. It's wonderful, wonderful show. Love it. Nice. And yes, yeah, I know. I've listened to a couple of his talks. I listened to him and Silverback. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're pretty amazing. They're pretty amazing. All right, Maddie Wash, you want to hit him? Maddie, coming at you, Maddie. Oh, line number four. I'm horrible. Anyway, I know no, you're quite, fantastic. Quite. The ranting, no negative self-talk. Like we're so worried about this. See, the thing is, the extremes of these groups get all the press, and. I have yet to see anything about manhole covers or, or these these, but because it's something outrageous or something far left or far right, you know, then it's like you know like crime, actual gun violence from cops is down, but because when something happens, that's what gets the attention. So that's what we get riled up about. Now, someone dying versus the far left worrying about zims and zers and their pronouns, you know, whatever. Um, I just think that we we think these are big problems. It's like just as the Ku Klux Klan is just as much as a big of a problem as the Zims and the Zers and the pronouns and the manhole covers and Mr. Potato Head, but they're very small. Nobody really cares. 
Well, yes, yes, it is really small, but the problem I'm having with the KKK and the Nazi movement is that they are growing and that there is a divide. Like you have BLM on one side and then you have this other group that's growing. Um, and it's like, oh, like we're getting to a point where eventually there's going to be like, it's going to come to a head. I'm what kills afraid. me what kills me is they've is these groups have been declared hate groups so if 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 it was isis they'd be arrested they'd be round up boom but because they're white nationalistic hate groups they're left alone and the president's like well you know there's good people on both sides like no there's not good people on the Nazi skinhead side. I'm sorry. There's not. They drove a car into a bunch of people. Those aren't good fucking people. Sorry. You got to call them what they are. Go round them up. But they're letting these people walk around. And now the FBI is saying this is the greatest threat to our democracy. Our, you know, hardcore nationalistic right wing hate groups. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, we got Mr. Stewart up next. Stewart Riley. How, how can men know that they feel like women? Surely you have to be a woman to know what it feels like to be a woman. Oh, that's I ain't brilliant. Even touching on it. I, that's brilliant. Ain't even touching on it. Ain't even touching on it. <laughs> what he said. What yeah. he said. <laughs> right, if the Nazi party don't have tea and cake, I'm definitely not joining. I did not even hear that, dude. I couldn't hear it either. Stuart's back, though. You want to hit that? Yeah. Line number the four, FBI, we got Stuart. You are a left-wing organization, yeah. or at least run by the politicians of the left and the corporations. People like Soros. That dirty little man. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not a Soros fan by any means, but there is a long tie to the right from the FBI, you know, the, look up Operation Cointel Pro. Um, this is a hardcore, decades-long FBI sting operation. Actually, Ronald Reagan was a narc for the FBI, ratting out left-leaning people in Hollywood. Um, so this was like the whole McCarthy era thing, where if you were left-leaning, you were on a list, you were investigated, possibly arrested, possibly lost your job as a professor. A uh, number of people had their lives ruined, um, and the FBI went so far as to say a progressive party will never take power in the United States. So translation, Bernie Sanders was not going to be allowed to win, which is why he got screwed twice, and if he did win, he was going to get shot. Yeah. 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 I don't know much about Next it, message. honestly. Line number five. I don't identify with the term minority, so you're going to have to call me something different. So, How about Derek? Can I call you Derek? Um, pretty soon, like when you go to seminars and um, school functions, you're going to have to wear a patch that says hello and your gender. I am straight or I am whatever. Yeah. I don't take names anymore. <laughs> you have to identify as genders. Right, right. I I totally agree. My name's Dave. Peopling? My name's Dave, and I identify as uh, Dave. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> All righty, Maddie Comic. Wash. I love Maddie Wash. I just want to say this. I love Maddie Wash, and I love his. I love when he have, has difference of opinions because he is so incredibly like um, logical with everything. So Maddie, I really yeah. appreciate. Yes, I really appreciate you. Also, he's big. He's big on finances. Absolutely wonderful. He has a website in his profile. Um, just look at it. Click on it. It's absolutely amazing, guys. Um, so intelligent when it comes to stocks and budgeting and building wealth and just he's absolutely amazing. Go check him out. Yeah. I All right, I'm I, I need I need some help yeah, in that department. Definitely <laughs> go check it out. He's amazing. Well. Oh man, I'm hating that you're gonna hear all these messages. Um, <laughs> I can't stop myself. Don't stop. Uh, can't stop. Won't stop. Remember, correlation does not equal causation. So yes, may, maybe thirty percent is going up because we're focused on stupidity. And again, not saying that these people are right. I'm not a liberal. I don't think you. I really, you know. The outlaw, I just roll my eyes at some of the stuff and just say whatever. But it's not all over the place. It's not, it is not a, a massive problem that's, but it is blown up as a massive problem. So maybe that's why there's more KKK membership. Of course, there is another uh, causation. You know, we had this racist guy named Trump in all of us for four years. And, you know, that could also be a reason. Just absolutely. Yep. absolutely a lot of incitement <laughs> absolutely yeah, these people came out of the these people came out of the woodwork right like wow i didn't know there were that many of them oh my god <laughs> see i live i literally live a county above kkk country so i know how many yeah no it's bad <laughs> it's bad <laughs> oh man yeah literally no literally kkk country that uh, must have been scary uh no, not really. I see I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> like I'm not afraid of those people. I'm not afraid of those people. I don't mean scary, scary. I just mean scary like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But um what's interesting is what's interesting, I think why I'm so pissed off about it is because like I was actually like working on their their numbers were dwindling. There was me and a bunch of other people around here that's been like trying to educate people for years on um, systemic racism and um, on acceptance and things like that and like why the KKK is not a good organization and um, the misogyny behind it. Even like we were going at them at yeah. all levels, right? And totally. um, <clears throat> then the summer happened and Black Lives Matter. And small groups started coming down this way, which kind of like fed the KKK groups. And I was like, we are not ready for protests. <laughs> like, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. So hold off on those. That didn't happen. And in some of these towns, you had BLM protesters on one side, and then you had hill the hillbilly rednecks on the other side with their fucking AK-47s shooting yeah. up in the air just waiting for someone to cross the street. And right. then you had Give me a reason. small little... Yeah, no, literally. Literally. There were so many times where I was like, God, this is going to be a fucking bloodbath. 
this is going to yeah. be a bloodbath. And they had like four or five officers because they can't fund that many officers at these protests because they're small towns. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not helping. And then what happened? The KKK numbers grew. They grew. And it's because they sat and watched, you know, the news stations and they seen everything that was happening. They got pissed off. And then Black Lives Matter showed up in the little towns and and kind of and they did make it worse. Like we had been working on this shit. And things well, were me- getting the better. Media is what were really better. made it worse, right? Yeah, the media no, absolutely. is what really made it worse. Absolutely. And I think that that's why I have such a big problem with Black Lives Matter, like when it comes to my local groups, is because it's like y'all did not make anything better. Like stopping traffic in these small little towns will get you fucking shot. And then they're going to join the KKK. Like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But on the flip side, to be devil's advocate, you know, at that point in time, I think like it was Martin Luther King that said a riot is the voice of the voiceless, right? So it's when you, it's like it's when you Absolutely. push an animal into a corner and start poking it with a stick. Eventually, it's going to freaking bite you. So yeah, no, absolutely, I happened. agree. I agree, but at the same time, like in these smaller towns where it's like there's like one or two black people like yeah. in some of these small towns down here they've never even seen a fucking black person like some right. of these people really have not you can't come down here and preach about white privilege because they don't understand it they don't understand white privilege because they they've never experienced white privilege they've experienced well, they have they but haven't. they don't know it Right. So what what people think white privilege is, is mean like, oh, I have an easier life because I'm white. It doesn't mean that. It means when I get means when I get pulled over, I'm not going to get shot. And I know that I know I'm not going to get killed. In the city, that's the truth. In the city, like or in where there is minorities, where there is black people or Hispanic people or whatever, that is the truth. But in these communities where it's everybody's the same race it's poor against rich it has nothing to do with yeah. race and, and they don't understand that, it because they've but, never yeah but, they've never but i hear a bunch that. of these there's a bunch of these videos though like on tiktok instagram facebook of poor white people saying there ain't no such thing as white privilege i've been struggling my whole life like they just don't get it all they it, don't all, all that means is that it. you still have it better than if your skin color was different. Nobody said you have it easy. You have it better. Chris Rock said it best. He's like, I'm rich, and none of you motherfuckers would trade places with me. Well, that's not true, though. That's not true, because, like, I'm going to be honest. In these communities, in these communities... It doesn't have to do with skin color, so they don't understand it. They've never seen it. They've never had to experience it. They, like, literally, okay, I was sitting down with a family friend who is racist. I don't really associate with them, but, okay, he's a twin brother. Um, And I was sitting down trying to explain systemic racism to him. Um, This Mm -hmm. was two years ago. Um, and I'm trying to explain like Jim Crow laws and, um, all of this stuff. And he's just not fucking getting it. He was like, 
I don't understand. And this was before white privilege was a, like a huge thing, but I, it was a thing, but it like wasn't blew up. It didn't blow up like it did over the summer. Um, right. Wasn't like a catchphrase yet. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, he was online and someone said that he had white privilege and he was like, I don't fucking understand. Um, yeah. And so I was trying to explain it to him. I was trying to explain all this stuff and police brutality. And he was like, no bullshit. My brother came out of his house. Our mother called the police. And this, this is a true story. Their mom was a drug addict. Um, these two both, they were like 20 years old. They worked, you know, they both worked to try to support the family and whatever else. Um, now, this is a mm -hmm. very, very poor family. This is a poor community. This is like a very small poor community. Um, yeah. All white. Um He's like, no, I, my brother came out of the house with his hands up and he still got shot and killed. He still mm -hmm. got shot and killed. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, how is, how, how do we have privilege? How do we have privilege when the cops do the same thing to us? And I'm like, okay, but here, I don't think that white privilege exists in all white towns. This is why I'm saying white privilege is more of a city thing or like, you know, that type of thing, because they don't understand it because they get treated like the poor um, people in these white communities get treated by the police officers in these communities the same way. Like if you walk around with certain clothes on or your hair is a certain way, or maybe you've got acne too bad or something like that. Then you get looked like as a crackhead and then you have people following you around in the store. Like um, if if you don't like it, it's it's the same thing, only it's it's different. Like. And that's what I'm saying, like there's it's hard for them to understand. So then you have to you have to approach them in a certain way. You have to try to explain that. In other communities, this is what they're talking about. Like, this is what happens in other communities. If you lived in, um, you know, a county above us or two counties above us, well, actually, it's three counties for them above us, um, you know, where there is, there is a population of Black people and white people and Hispanic people and these different groups, the race groups, um, then you would understand that you are at an advantage just by the color of your skin it has nothing to do with economics, but down here, everybody has the same skin color and they go, they discriminate on economics. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, it's always been about economics. Um, we've just been turned against each other. The working classes have. Yeah. So that the one percent can stay the one percent. There's yeah. um, it, it might be a good <clears throat> documentary to ease that guy into this because it shows the whole history going all the way back to when oil was discovered. It's called plutocracy, divide and rule. Yeah. And it talks about how the working classes have always been pitted against each other, how there right. always has to be somebody to point the finger at, whether it's the black person, the Muslim, the Mexican, yeah. the Irish, the Italian, you know, it's right. always the immigrant. It just changes who that group, who that immigrant group is. Right. Right. Absolutely. I agree. All right. All right so I'm going to skip around a little bit. 
I'm let's gonna skip it. around a little bit on these messages. All right, let's go to the bottom. How you doing, Cherry guys? Picker. This is my first time chiming in to your show. Bigger Flexible here. Just wanted to add that one thing that people miss about white privilege is that the lower and the middle and the upper middle class whites do benefit from white privilege because for 400 years, if you're an African-American descendant of someone who was brought over here enslaved, that's 400 years that your genetic bloodline was not able to pass on, accumulate any type of wealth and pass it on, especially things like homes, land, and other types of property and assets. For 400 years, your entire family was not allowed to accumulate anything. So that's one thing that is a part of white privilege, because if you were white, the likelihood of you being descendant of an enslaved person is probably, you know, zero, you know, zero to maybe one or two percent with some people who Pretty low, have yeah. a little bit of. Well, that's actually not true. That's actually not true. Um, there's a lot of white people who were descendants of slaves, um, like right, a but, pretty well, large, not, large population. But when it comes, what I'm saying is, when it comes to his, the smaller his, communities, his his it, point though was generational wealth, right? right. So that's that's but a that's really the, really valid point because people will be like, slavery was a long time ago. They should pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, for the last 400 years, your family has at least had the ability to accumulate wealth. Not saying they did, but they had the potential. These families were separated from each other. You know, this here's yeah, here's a no, crazy absolutely. fact to think about. A lot of black families don't know who any of their relatives beyond a great grandparent because their families were divided and split up. That's yes. horrible. That's all. Yeah, it that's, is it's a, it's that recent yeah it is absolutely i agree i agree but like i said um a lot of people just don't understand it a lot of people yeah. don't understand it because they don't have generational wealth um they don't right. they don't it's economics for them not about race um yeah. it's about they don't understand it because they they have never experienced it. They've never seen it. Um, so and those two are know. intricately woven. And you know, race or or socioeconomic status and ethnicity have been brutally woven in this country for a, for a, for a very long time. You know, um, absolutely. You know, there's a there's what is it? It's something like two hundred. Uh, the 1% in the United States is something like 200 people. Like you could fit them in one room, right? Yeah. So there's 350 million people, but there's 200 of these pricks that are so rich that they're controlling the world and all these things yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah. And we allow them to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. Alrighty, we got like a ridiculous amount. I keep going on rants. Have you seen the shopping cart problem, though? <laughs> the supermarkets and the uh, 99 cent stores and most of the stores in town now are asking you to put a quarter into a little change box thingy, which unconnects them from a chain of shopping carts. You can use that shopping cart while you're in the store. You want your quarter back. You have to go ahead and chain it back up and the quarter pops out. If you choose not oh, to hilarious. take the quarter out, 
and you think you're going to get away with the shopping cart going any further than 20 yards, it locks down. So now your quarters are stuck <laughs> because you didn't return it. And this is supposed to take down the shopping carts and the dumpster problem from the homeless. Uh, it becomes really interesting for an average everyday shopper around here, that's for sure. So, yeah, it's not working very well at all. So... I wish them luck. I really do. Oh, the strip's completely clear of them, but now they're back again. So who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, and cl cleared to where? Right? There's no solution. Right. right so you're gonna move them? It's like a. It's like a. It's like having a it giant is. room, we have enough but housing. no freaking. We have enough. You, we have enough housing. It's like, it's like having a giant broom, but no dustpan. Where are you gonna pick up the pile? There's no plan. Well, there's a move that's it, move where, it, move it, move it. That's where universal assets go. Like, that's why we yeah. need universal income yeah, and universal exactly. assets. Check this that's out, crazy. Lady Boss. I just I just read this the other day in that homeless article. And it, it, it messed me up so hardcore, I had to stop my podcast because I was just like, oh, like my energy. It just killed my energy, right? There are more yeah. homeless people in the United States right now than there are people living in homes. Yeah. Let that sit in. Let that settle yeah. in for a minute. Yeah. Absolutely. There's more people on the street than in houses. Wow. First time in our country's history, including the Great Depression. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. Yeah, hurts my hurts my heart just to even say that. It's like a gut punch. I'm like, oh, so brutal. I feel this so yeah. deeply. Hurts yeah, me, you know? Absolutely. I'm too absolutely. empathetic for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, you girl. Hit... This has been a great talk. I'm loving I know, these messages. I know, me too. Do you want to hit the next one? I'm Yeah, we got I'm Maddie Bosch coming in hot with another one. Last message. It probably isn't. Please. You haven't played any messages yet. Oh yeah. Not not that I'm blaming you, you just haven't gotten there because you have a lot of messages. And you've probably listened to them all and have either muted me. No. It's <laughs> so annoying. But I would I, never or, do that. Um, you've probably responded, and hopefully, either I didn't press play to respond back or I fell asleep because I'm trying to take a nap before volleyball. But I think both of you are amazing people. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, um, what's that called? Grading. A clump sometimes opinionated. No, Maddie, I love your opinions. But uh, yes, conversation. It's all conversation. Conversation's good. All right, talk to you soon. <laughs> I love That's his it. Opinion. Yeah. But listen, I've yeah, got a no. 15 minute warning. I have to get off of here at six. So let's try okay. to run through as many of these as we can. Yep. Much appreciated, Maddie. I dropped a follow on Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay. So. Interesting about the electric idea. Here's where I stand on that. Right now, I am with Nevada Power. About a month now, going on my second power bill. My management at the landlord here and owners wanted to divide a four-bedroom studio quad situation. This is the way I'm living, so I'll mention it this way. Into four separate power bills, and each person would pay the back bills for the last two months. The problem that you got here is that Number one, most people are not financially stable because of the unemployment rate and disabled and social security like and some are students. 
Now, if you have a choice in power companies, which I found in my lease, I do, great. But if the landlord is stating to the tenant that you are going to use their energy problem, then you've got a problem. Their program, you've got a problem. I got out of mine because it was in my lease that I could leave, and I did. Yeah. Okay, let's jump around and grab some messages right, so we can hear uh, people that haven't been heard. Poor against rich, period. They just disguise it under racism, white supremacy. Gale force. You know, just... All of that is division. It's meant to cover up what they're really doing. It's to develop, eliminate the middle class race and put us clearly in identifiable zones, rich and poor, period. Yep. Yeah, she's got absolutely. it. All right, let's she do Lady Bomber. Actually, at the time when that whole thing happened, oh, and hi, another thing, and Lady Boss, hi. how are you? Hey, um, Lady Bomber, how are you What happened was... Because I remember this coming off in the news that where Citibank's share on the market, it was it went down to ninety eight cents a share. That's less than the price of a McDonald's hamburger. So it's almost like in a sense, even though yes, the market was tanking, but it was like it was an opportunity for people to almost get in and buy up as many shares. So in a way that was sort of like a wealth transfer. But if you think about like with anything else, like if you go to a grocery store and you hear about a sale, you buy low. And then what happened, I think it was in a matter of months, because I had a friend of mine did it. And it was like, basically she bought like, like, like 2000 shares and going from 98 cents to $3, she made a crazy insane profit. Yeah. Boom. Yep. It should just be oh, illegal for companies to buy their own stocks, especially with taxpayer bailout money. Yeah. Um, and they did that. All righty. Which one you want to go with next? Uh, Why is it always one? assumed that black people need low income housing? I'm just curious. You know, I get tired should of I want low income housing? I don't live in low-income housing. Granted, I wish I did, but um, I'm just curious. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's that's an assumption that's stupid, and yeah. I'm sorry if I was going that way. It's just when I'm I want low-income housing for me? Shit. When I'm explaining, <laughs> like, the city problems, it's, you know, but, like, down here, it's white people who are in low-income housing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. All right. Let's do this. And another thing. This is Gail Boswin showing our support sitting in. Thank you. She, her, Lady Bomber, Derek, um, Patriot. Here's somebody from the UPC we haven't heard yet. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, and another thing. Um, I don't think that it should be illegal for them to buy back their own stocks because if they feel like their their market value is undervalued on the open market, it's a good thing because then it can kind of help them rebound. But I do think that there should be restrictions on it. Definitely a few restrictions on it. Yeah. They shouldn't be able to use taxpayer money because maybe we don't want them to rebound. If they fuck up, we want them to, yeah. you know, capitalism. We want that ship to sink. Yeah. All right. Let's see Maddie Watts. All right. I'm going to try to be succinct. So you just got to the potato head thing. So, but here's the point. <laughs> it's not like this can't, like the Dr. Zeus thing was found by the Republicans and the conservatives who were looking for minutia to be upset about. What happened with Dr. Zeus? The, the, uh, the National Book 
society, something, whatever, decided that these particular books were just not going to put in the front of our, our, our whatchamacallit, uh, when they do the little book um, sale or whatever. And then, and then because of that, you know, Biden didn't want to talk about that particular book. So, we, so they got all outraged about it. Or, or Mont, uh, uh, the potato head company, uh, Mattel, decided, well, we're going to do something with the with, – and then everyone jumped down the throats. Oh, my goodness, look at this. Look, here, let me find this. And now we're going to get outraged because they did this because it's cancel culture. It wasn't even cancel culture. Nobody brought it up. The only companies did this. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All Good right, point. let's go to... The Lady Buzz, Lady Buzz, we gotta go, we gotta go. They started a conference call on the team. I think you have to cancel the team. Oh, shit, oh, shit. We gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I've got, you guys run a, just, you guys run a like tight five, ship over there. Five minutes left. So let's uh, let's get to us. Look at the dancing monkey. Look at the dancing monkey. The Great Reset, Agenda 21. Look at the dancing monkey. Look at the That's dancing it. monkey. In the future, you will have nothing, but you'll be happy. In the future, the dancing monkey. Look at the dancing monkey. Look at yep. the dancing monkey. Pay attention to the distraction. Look at the dancing monkey. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's go to Aaron. Oh, okay. I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, um, that makes total sense now. Yeah, the people who got evicted, yeah, they should be getting, you know, they should be being helped and not just the banks. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you were talking about the, um, you know, the poor people or the homeless people or the people, you know, whatnot. But if it's actually like just, you know, the homeowners, you know, that were evicted, yeah. then yeah, they should be helped. All right, that makes more sense now. We're all good. We're in agreement. Yeah. We are in uh, agreement. We got one from Miles, it looks like. Let's see what he says. Nice. I got a new up-and-coming business that I'm starting. Uh, hopefully one day it'll franchise out and, and uh, spread across the country is what I'm shooting for. Basically, uh, my company is called Healthy Smoothie, and I'm going to serve just all-natural healthy smoothies. And I got the name... Uh, let's see, trademarked, and uh, uh, already formed an LLC and started promoting a little right on, bit on dude. social media, kind of getting people excited about it. And I think it's something that's going to catch on great. What do you guys think about a, an actual healthy smoothie chain called Healthy Smoothie? I love that I idea. I think that's a brilliant idea. I managed a juice bar you know, and they weren't healthy and they were lying to people. So I think there's a huge market for that. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. You're going to kill Absolutely. it. That's awesome. All right. Let's and get three people. more. Com yeah. Let's, let's get three more comments and then wrap it up. I'm going to go to Maddie wash. Love you folks. There are also more six times as many homes as there are homeless. Empty. Houses. There you go. Yeah. But God yep. forbid we just give people houses. Yeah. We need to stop the immigrants first. <laughs> I love the, I love, the, I've been ar having arguments with people about we need to take care of our own first before we let anybody else. And we need to stop. Why are you focus on the, then help give houses. We, we have 10 times more food. We destroy more food than actual people who are starving. So give yeah. them food. Yep. Oh, 40, no. so, so 40% of food social. goes to waste. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Because we don't care about people. The government doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. Let's, 
Do Stuart dancing monkey? Look at the dancing monkey. Fiat <laughs> I love cash. it. Fiat cash. Look at the dancing so monkey. So true. Look at the dancing monkey. Money is debt. Money is debt. Look at the dancing monkey. Look at the dancing monkey. There's no intrinsic value, only interest and debt. Mm. Look at the dancing monkey. Look at the dancing monkey. Yep. All right, let's Iraq, go to later. Iraq Sorry. tried to go against the dollar, and look what we did to him. Look at the yeah. dancing monkey. All right, Miss Lady Bomber. I think it was um. I think she probably bought she bought like two that twenty like two like two thousand shares, and then by the time it went up from went to three dollars, she literally made like well over eleven thousand dollars, ten eleven thousand dollars. So she, excuse me. Cool. So she basically turned an eight thousand dollar profit, and I and I and that's just again one example, and that's just from someone who I knew personally who was in that show. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, love I'm to sorry hear, to love everyone. Love to hear a positive story. I'm sorry to everyone that we did not get their comments. I tried to play at least one from everybody. Um, yeah. And another thing, I love coming on these talks with you. You are absolutely amazing. So knowledgeable. You are so knowledgeable. Aww. Absolutely love you, amazing guy. I love you too. I had so much fun. My pleasure. I had, I had so a blast. Fun. You have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. You too. Take care, my friend. You too. Bye. Bye.